no, don't do to others things that you don't want to be done to you. You don't want to have it done to you. Just just be nice. That's it. Simple as that. You know, a couple of years down the road, you're going to look back or your family members are going to look back and see you're going to have like an amazing memories out of it. Wherever, wherever things will go, it doesn't matter. Right? When you're going to continue going and shoot up to the skies or, or something happened, God forbid, that's not, it's something that you're going to look back and the, your surrounding going to look back and you say, wow. I don't know if you're going to see this voice moment, but I thought I was happy. Are, are you happy? I'm not happy at all. The question is, are you happy? Yes. Are you happy? I'm the happiest I've ever been happy? right now. P.S. Be the person who you'd want to meet, because somebody needs you. Welcome to Are You Happy? The Happy Hour. Welcome back, Are You Happy podcast listeners. We are so happy that you're here. On today's show, we're getting inspired and we're hearing about business from a CEO who is based out of New Jersey. Now, just as we interview people from all over the world today, we're diving into the business world and we're asking Gil from Homeroots, are you happy? So without further ado, let's go. So hi, nice to meet you. Likewise. Uh, what is your name and what's your position over at Home Roots? Okay, I'm Gil Barlav and I'm the CEO and founder of uh, Homeroots. Amazing. Awesome. Thanks. I love the name, by the way, Home Roots. Thank uh, you. Can you tell me uh, where that came from? What's the origin story behind the name Home Roots? Okay, so we're all about things for uh, home, right? So furniture, home decor, lighting products, rugs. So Home Roots was home. That part is easy. And Roots was just really the fundamentals of, of everything you need for your house. So we give you everything you need. And we have very long branches under, uh, you know, out of the ground. We can take you anywhere you want to go. I love it. That's amazing. <laughs> and so from what I observed on your LinkedIn, it looks like it's geared heavily toward business. So are you then business and consumer level? We are what we call a B2B to C which means that financially we're transacting only with business to only with businesses or B2B. However, many of the businesses that order from us are actually asking us to ship directly to their customer, which is the end consumer. So logistically, we are involved with the consumer. So your roots just go everywhere. Basically. I said it goes everywhere. I said it. And then we're going to see lots of orchard, home roots. You're <laughs> going to see home roots in the years to come. You're going to see home roots everywhere you go. Whether that's well, I can't home, wait. I cannot wait either. Yeah, <laughs> how, long, very hard. how long has uh, home roots been uh, in existence? Okay, so we launched November, let's say 2018 here in New Jersey. That's That's really young. So yeah. how has it been? What, is, what has the journey been like? Wow. Like any business, if somebody tells you otherwise, they'll be wicking a little bit the reality. Every business has an ups and downs, but the trend for us has always been up, up and to the right, like they say. Right? We've been going through tremendous challenges over the past uh, two, two and a half years, we can say, with uh, starting off with a pandemic, you know, stores have been shut down. And again, those stores are some of our businesses. And then it went on to a boost in e-commerce, but then logistics issues, shortage of inventory. Now e-commerce is down. So there are endless challenges that are out there for us to try to address. But luckily, we have a very good team in-house that is very creative. And is doing what needs to be done in order to keep on fueling the company into growth despite those challenges. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. if anything, I'm, I'm sure you would agree as a business person that any challenges is opportunity for improvement, opens you up yes. to other perspectives that you maybe may not have considered. So lots of new processes being built. So it can only get better, right? Yeah, only can get better. And I can tell you what, I mean, some, again, it, again, it depends on your perception of life, but I believe that recessions, even though I know we have yet to be officially declared as one, but I believe that a recession is an opportunity for growth for or snapping a certain market share. Whether what doesn't matter where you are, what industry you're, you're in, you know, that's the best opportunity. So if you have cash that is available to deploy, mm -hmm. there is no better time than doing it right now. There's no better time. Because really that's that's giving the opportunity to really scale. Take a snapshot, take a take a take a, a share, a market share right now while others are caving in, preserving, kind of watching their steps, trying to just protect their base, which I'm not saying you don't need to do. But if you're not going, if you're not looking outwards to the market to try to conquer that, you're you're missing the best opportunity 
that there is. And the thing is that this opportunity doesn't repeat itself every year. Usually it's once every eight to 12 years. So this is the year. So my recommendation, guys and gals, that if you have money in your pocket, deploy it. Try to take microchip. Now, I'm not saying wasted just for nothing. Hey, Gil said wasted. I'm not saying just strategically go after that. But there's no better time. No better time. I like that. I think that's yeah. great. It's it's almost as though you're saying, you know, don't stand still. Don't Definitely. play super safe. You know, exactly. moderation is necessary to an extent. However, you need to get out there and step forward and lean in to what's next and what you want. So exactly. I'm telling you, the same thing happened with I've seen it in other industry. I'll give I'll give another example, like in the real estate okay, industry back in 2008. Right. For the ones of us who are still remember, there was, again, a mini recession, not necessarily a recession, but the market collapsed. Real estate housing went down. You know, who had a, whoever had money had an opportunity to buy a lot of houses and real estate and, and building whatever it is, but a lot of real estate and really increased her personal wealth. You know, while I've seen other people on the other hand, kind of caving in, maybe it's not the right time to buy the money and buy the property. Maybe we'll wait, keep the money in the bank, save, play it safe. This is whoever won an, an attack the market, whoever tried to get a bigger market share, those are the ones, those are the bigger players now. The other ones who were playing it safe for that time, they're gone. We don't even remember, most of us don't even remember their name. And so the same thing I'm seeing in our industry, the same thing I'm seeing in other industry, it's just, again, I'm not saying waste your money. I'm not saying just say, hey, you know what? We just now should increase our budget like crazy. I mean, still work strategically, but don't be, don't hesitate for things you want to go after. Again, other people are not right now. And so take, take the opportunity to do others, do things that others are not doing right now to put position yourself in the first place. I think you're right, Gil. I think that that's, that's a recipe for life too, isn't it? Yes. Everything in life. As I said, it's not just our industry. This is a lesson that I've learned on a personal level. I've learned it from some other big guys that have taught me a lesson or two and, and it works. It just works. If you think about, it, you know what? I'm going to go back, really back dating to uh, the Great Recession, 1929, right? What the American government did to get the, get the market out of recession is fueling tremendous amount of money into the market, tremendous amount of money into, into labor, into creating jobs, into things that, yeah, I'm, I'm not in the government, not telling them what to do. <laughs> That's not my role. But I'm saying, this is the way you spend money now. You invest, you, you invest. Or I'm, I'm going to change my uh, vocabulary here, not spend, but more invest mm -hmm. your money right now and really to go in and take yourself into a totally different trajectory than everybody else. So again, endless examples that are out there in history. What we need to yeah. do is just know them a little bit, learn from them, and just deploy them in our mini little world of our business. <laughs> yeah, so true. I mean, not to be not to be redundant or trite. There's there's that saying that says like if you're wanting to attain new things and to do different things, then you have to open up your your wallet you have to invest in yourself like you said you have to invest in those dreams because then who else will if it's just you then you have to also help yourself and be smart about it like you said so for sure no i you will not help yourself i can tell you nobody will help you it's something i've learned as a kid not to get too religious but one of the things that my grandmother or my grandfather used to tell me is that listen if you if you don't help yourself god will not help you so that's something that i carry on just living, living it. Yeah. You've spoken on, on live perspective and, and now uh, life experience. Thanks for sharing that. When it comes down to happiness and thinking about your life and what you see for yourself, we have to ask Gil, are you happy? I am happy. I am happy. I'm a happy person. I have multiple reasons to be happy and I'm thankful for, for what I have. So that's a short answer to your, your question, which I'm sure There'll be a follow-up. <laughs> go, go ahead. Ask me anything you want. Awesome. So why are you happy? Okay, why am I happy? So there's a lot, lots of reasons. Lots of reasons. One, I'll start off with my close circle, personal life. Okay. That one, I'm healthy. Right? Overall, I have no major issues. All my family members are healthy. No major issues. Married, have three beautiful kids. Everybody's in good, good connection, very close, and I cherish every moment. And for me, that's the source of happiness, just personal life. Then comes the business life, right? I do something that I love. 
that I'm really passionate about. And every day, despite all the challenges and whoever ran a business before knows that running a business, it's not an easy task. It's very challenging. Running a startup is even more. It's not, there's a lot of stress, right? So I think I came into this world for the right reasons. I came in because I really, really want to make a change. I really love what I'm doing. And I'm not doing it because of the fame. I'm not doing it in order to become rich one day. Of course, everybody wants to be famous. Not everybody, but many people want to be famous. Many, I'm sure that many people, if not all, want to be rich. <laughs> that should not be your immediate reason why you're getting yourself into running a business or getting yourself into starting or launching a startup because this is so much challenging. But going back to your question, why am I happy? Is because I'm doing the things that I love. Right. And despite everything, despite all the challenges in the market and everything else, it doesn't get me down. I love it. So doing that, that's the second reason. The third reason why I've learned is that things that don't do you good, you if it's in the form of a person, okay, then you try to work it out with them. But if you can't work it out with them, just split ways right, and just move on. So I had over the past several months, people that I just moved on from them. And I cannot tell you how much good energy it has given me. And now having a lot more days with a smile rather than days where I would be less smiley. So all those things together, like taking the bad energy out, having a good personal life, good friends, good family, you know, you enjoy what you're doing on a personal life. You enjoy what you're doing on your professional life. What else uh, can one ask? And that's it. Exactly. Yeah. Listen, if you're healthy, if you're healthy, that's the first thing. That's a good reason to be thankful and happy to what we're doing. You have a good family. Everything is in, everybody's in good place with you and with them and among themselves. And same thing goes on a professional level. That's it. You're, you're, you're good. But I tell you, I tell you one thing that I wasn't all my life healthy. I wasn't all my life, you know, everything went fine for me. But throughout the years, and I'm no longer in my 20s. You learn to appreciate what you got and you learn to understand how to be, you, you, you learn to be grateful mm-hmm. for what you got and, and to appreciate what you have. And I'm at that stage in my life that I appreciate what I have and I enjoy it um, just for the sake of it. So if I heard you right, so we're saying to have a perspective, to be humble and be appreciative, to love your family and have that balance have everyone be good health-wise, happiness-wise, have that good family time, surround yourself with good people, whether it's personal or in business, business especially, because that's correct. If you don't surround yourself with, you know, people that match your energy or even, you know, other people that are in um, different industries, but they may have success and you might draw influence from them and having perspective. So over the years, you've gained this perspective. So does that sound about right? Yes, you do hit the nail on the head. I mean, that's uh, that's very much right. It's just listen, you gotta you, you touch upon the professional work, right? So I'll tell you, and I don't know many CEOs or many founders or many executives that actually do not work many hours throughout the week. Okay, I don't want to touch up on the number of hours, but trust me, it's not forty or fifty. Okay, it's not even getting close. Right. So if you spend so much time into that. And the people that you spend your time are not running, you know, they're not jiving well. They're not on the right energy. Just just move on. Just it's not right for you. It's very toxic. So I've I've learned that. And sometimes you feel like you, okay, should I really disconnect? Is this the real time right time for that person or not? Or this at the end of the day, it impacts you. And when it impacts you, it impacts everybody else in the organization. And it impacts and whether you want it or not, it's gonna impact your personal life as well. You you as as a as an executive in a company, I won't say necessarily just an owner or anything, but an executive at a company, you tend to take things more personal on the business side. You you own it. You care about it. You're not just separating this is work and this is life. It's not two separate things, right? It's it's somehow interchangeable. There's no balance for me. They're one, right? Because of one impact the other. It's it's like yin and yang. Okay. It's like I mean, it's like it's like everything connected together. Right. And so you can't take having a better energy at work and then come home and then you'll be all delightful. Smiling. You can't. It's going to impact you. It's going to impact you emotionally. It's going to impact your and vice versa. If you have a very good day at work, by the time you get back home, you are delightful. Right. Yeah. You feel like you uh, you conquered the world and the other, the other way around. Right. You I don't know. You, you have something at home that disturbing. 
right? You cannot ignore it when you come back, when you, when you got to work, right? It, it bothers you. You think about it, right? You can't just say, ah, totally two different worlds. So I personally don't, I don't believe too much in that segregation of office, uh, work life versus uh, personal life, because I think whether you want it or not, in your subconscious or in your non-conscious in general, you're going to think about one or the other all the time. And if you're, if you're really able to separate it, then most likely you're not working for the right place. That makes sense. You're not happy. You're not enjoying it. You know, you're not, it's not for you. For yourself, what do you do when you have a very bad day work-wise and then you come home? How do you, how do you, I guess, start to process that? And what do you do personally? Okay, so if I do have a bad day, by the time I get home, when I get home, I try, first of all, I try my best not to reflect it on the, on my family, okay, or friends or whatever. But obviously the family is the first thing you see at home. <laughs> I try. So for that, if I, if I am, if I am upset or if I need to clear my mind because I feel like I'm stressful or whatever, I try to zoom into something that I love doing. Some people do yoga, some people do mantra, but, but you kind of zoom into something that you, that completely erases your thoughts, reset everything. And then you start coming in as a, as a new man <laughs> to that day, right? It's just, you, you have to, I mean, because if you just walk in and then you don't do that break a little bit, you don't try to reset your, your thoughts for something, it will impact your surroundings. So for me, one example, something that I like zoomed in at some point in time, I used to go to the gym, right? I used to go downstairs and just run on a treadmill for half an hour, just because it forces you to disconnect from everything forces you to disconnect from your email, from your chats, from WhatsApp, whatever it is. You're in your zone now, right? So I'm saying that was my way. Some other people have a way of, uh, I don't know, yoga. Some people have to just go out to the bar right? immediately after finishing work. Anything that works, actually. just You need just that small time frame where you're disconnecting yourself a little bit reset and then... I think it's I think kind of you like come, you come in peace in home. Yeah, it's almost you know how they have occupational therapy, but it's almost as though you have like a, a hobby therapy or something, right? You have to. Kind of secondary activity therapy. Maybe we shorten that, but yeah, for me it's music. For me it's music once a week. I I have my own. Well, I have a production company, and then Happy Productions. I work with them. They have an amazing production company where they do the most amazing creative work for businesses and all kinds of clients. So when I'm at work. Like you, I'm so passionate about it that I love, love it, every part of it. And then, you know, when there's really long days, really long days where we may be editing or we may be, you know, making sure that the clients have the most customized strategy because we specialize in doing the most amazing strategies that are tailored to the client. Right. And so after after a day of where you've put in 200%, right? On Wednesdays, I go and I play in an orchestra and I'm actually the executive director for the program, but you know, the playing part is for me that that disconnect where nothing else matters because I'm having to count rhythms. I'm having to play notes. I'm having to, you know, work with an orchestra. So that playing music is exactly what I need to to just totally stop thinking. So I, I totally get oh, that. This is amazing. This is amazing. <laughs> well, I, no, seriously. And I tell and I, I am connected to that because, well, I'm, I'm um, as a kid and as a teenager, I did obviously play certain instruments. But now in my adult life, one, I miss it. I really miss it. And I want to go back to this. Okay, this is one thing. That's a wishful thinking for me, but I hope I will get back to it. <laughs> the second thing is that when I'm, when I'm driving back from the office to, to home or to wherever I need to, I tell you that I put the music on. And I disconnect from everything. And it's amazing. I have you know, to ask, because, you know, I guess professional or musician curiosity, what kind of music is it? that you rock out to or jam out to? It's a lot of things. So it could be rock and be pop. Sometimes I would say not the heavy, heavy metal things, but a little bit inches of that into it. But everything between that, pop, hip hop, I like some foreign languages uh, um, songs. So I listen to a little bit in Spanish. I listen to a little bit in Hebrew. Those are the major, major things. 
do you have a playlist on your phone that's mainly like <laughs> that amp you up for business meetings or yes no definitely yes yes you have to come on you have to yes and I, and I, you know what i'll tell you what even there was something that my kids are laughing at me but when i get you know when i like a song i'm that type of a person that will play it over and over and over again and until everybody's around me are like stop you know enough <laughs> play another song no but that that's the stuff for me so when i do get into certain meetings if i know that they're like critical i know i need to be pumped up or getting to the energy i have certain songs on my phone or in spotify or youtube whatever it is in channel that i have that i know how to play to myself get myself into the right mode and i'm ready to go you have to yes Yes. I, I mean, this is a weird thing probably, but um, our podcast music is actually really nice, really catchy, really pumpy. So I listened to four shows just to kind of have a <laughs> <laughs> It's amazing. I, I will listen to that. I, don't it. I think some people don't, don't realize that uh, when you played music before, you hear different things. Every time you replay the song, you hear different things. And so, yeah, I get that. Yes. No, no, I, I tell you, I, for, as a kid, I used to play the piano. I used to play uh, guitar. I used to play... Uh, the drums, more of the guitar and the piano. But when I hear things that has those instruments being played, obviously guitar is more, obviously almost everything, but you get sort of connected to certain connections to it. You know, it's just, it's different. It's different. For example, if you, I don't know, if you're going to give me a, a violin or, or uh, I don't know, uh, a cello, I'll get it, but not, not as much, you know, still the, the instruments that I was in. So anytime you hear a song or a melody that um, touching those instruments, especially if there's they have like a solo section, that's something that takes me on to uh, to a different level. I love those things. To your happy place. Yes. Yeah. It's just, just amazing. You, you appreciate that. You know how, you know, it's not easy to play, right? I mean, well, everybody can try to play, um, but it's not easy to to play well and to really uh, control it. So I, I admire it people who are able to do it then luckily i know a few hey and you learned how to do it even if you learned, learned a, a small amount a medium amount i think that uh, people sometimes discount themselves because it takes mm. a lot of coordination and me mental faculty both sides of your brain is working your math skills your awareness skills and then science comprehension all of those are heightened because you played music at one point and yeah. i've seen it be the case that people who stopped playing for 20 years they pick it back up and it's like riding a bike. Might take a little bit, but it's it's like yeah, it might be a little bit. yeah. No, but it's amazing. I tell you, one of my uh, one of the things I wanted to do for a while because I haven't had the chance to do it again through the business being very busy, taking my uh, some of my personal time, sacrificing some of my personal time. But it's either to play guitar with a couple friends, couple friends together this is one thing I would love to do, or even with my um, I have three kids, but two. Two of them are definitely in an age where, um, and they played guitar before. I'm waiting for the moment I can play with both of them. Just pick a song and just play together. It's just, I tell you, when you when you're while you're in it, when someone that you feel like emotionally connected to, and you play together in some instruments, and I just gave an example of guitar, right? Because that's more me. But if you will go into any instruments that you're uh, playing with someone that you're emotionally connected to, man, this is like taking fireworks. Yeah. yeah, that's like, wow, that's wow. Very Nothing more than I'm telling you. So you have to promise that when you do start a band with your family or with the friends or both, you must call it the musical chairs. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very creative name. Yeah. Chairs, right? Oh my God, that's so juicy. <laughs> music roots, we'll call it like this. Yes, music roots. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my goodness that's amazing i love that I, I love that when we can uncover different things that we didn't know about you and that's kind of the beauty of are you happy are you happy began humble beginnings in the sense that they ask a few simple questions right the main hallmark one being are you happy and then why is it that you're happy and we find that the why and then also the last question which i'll ask in a minute no spoilers but <laughs> those those simple questions yield the most inspiring stories the most personal experiences and how would we not have known or how would we have known had we not asked a simple question? So all of Are You Happy and Happy Productions at all has roots eh? and <laughs> a, a very simple beginning. And then they grew, they grew to just like epic proportions. So when, when they started and I'll deep dive more into it later, but when they started, it was, you know, just one guy in a camera 
And now it's upwards of 3000 people for Are You Happy? You know, with cameras and then Happy Productions with their team. They started small team. Now they're, you know, 20 plus professionals with so much experience. It's just, it's it's amazing to work with them. I, I appreciate working with them so much because when you find a team, and I'm sure you know this too, when you find your team of people, it's like finding your tribe, right? So everybody uh, has the same energy. Everyone is like just at the peak of their their position and it just yields some amazing results so yeah the energy of people coming together it's and if you're all on the same vibe it's it's amazing unreal yeah (laughs) i tell you it's just wow and everybody's passionate about doing the same thing it's just it's unstoppable Yes. Unstoppable. Yes. Because you think about your previous work history, right? Think about your childhood, your youth, right? Growing up, your teenage jobs, if your first job, your first adult job, and, and so forth. And you think about how you felt, right? Whether it was not the right industry or like you said, toxicity, right? You yeah. felt that you were not where you belonged and they made it so that you knew that, or perhaps, you know, you just didn't feel adequate enough. So what whatever happened, but all of that eventually leads you to where you are now, which is it's amazing. This is, I've worked for people with different management styles and leadership styles, right? And I've seen it from lower to mid-level management all the way up to the executive, like C-level executives and CEOs, right? And I've learned over the years, what are the things that for me as an employee, I just, I remember disliking and I remember not enjoying certain things. I'm not saying everything was bad. Obviously, you know, I had a whole career outside before Homebridge, but there were some things that I just learned not to do. Now, I'm not claiming to be the greatest manager of all kinds. You know, I'm not, right? I'm sure there, first of all, there's always room for improvement, but I'm sure there's uh, good people, but I've learned the things not to, what not to do. And for me, that's, it's my basics, you know, it's ABC. Stuff that I have to, that I'm trying not to do, like come across like crazy stuff, crazy stuff. So management, some things that you don't even imagine that um, a manager will allow themselves uh, to do or speak in a certain manner or um, some feedback or even, even among the employees themselves, you know, forget about the management, right? At the end of the day, you know, what keeps you going is your team. Your teammate, right? You can you can suffer for a large, uh, certain degree, like an annoying manager or demotivating manager or manager that looks down at you for a while. You can somehow somehow, but if you have a very strong team that you're happy with, you're willing to you you're willing to go through those things for a long period of time. And so there are certain things that I I try to pay attention among my team members of how the dynamics is at times. I'm not saying that I'm comparing it, but I'm trying to remember how it was when I was at their positions mm-hmm. and how it was it with, with my uh, colleagues. Like, for I'll give you an example of something that I don't want to do, right? I remember working for some company and everybody were working, everybody was working in uh, cubicles, right? And I remember there was the structure of the environment was such a way that you're very actually isolated from your peers. So you come to work, you know, and that's pre-pandemic, Okay. So forget about the work from home and all this other thing stuff. But you come to you come to to the office. You're sitting in your cubicle. You're like more hats down. No one around is talking to no one. Uh, you're not collaborating. If if you're you're if you're calling someone on the other side for help, they're like as if you bothered them. Right? You're you're annoying them. They got stuff to to complete, and you're just in the way. And so the whole energy is like I'm like solo. Right, there's no team. And then, you know, it's and then when the manager comes along and he's being difficult, let's put it this way, then you're like, okay, I'm like, why do I need it? I mean, okay, the paycheck is good, it's fine, but it's not for me. At some point in time, the pay is not everything. At some point in time, you want to feel connected to be part of something. So for me, it's more it's very important to make sure that this type of an environment doesn't get created over here. And I want to make sure that everybody's getting along with everybody. And if there's some challenges, there are some disputes that's going to be worked out. I want everybody to come to work feeling that this is a safe place, that this is a place where we're all working together. It doesn't matter the team size, whether it's a team of two or five or 20 or 50 or a thousand. It doesn't matter. I want everybody to feel like one big team that we're working together at the same goal and everybody's helping everybody as much as possible and just promoting each other and growing and that everybody feels like they have a future in the company not just professionally but also personally mm-hmm. so it's some of the things that are important to me and i've had a conversation with some of my employees already about that that for me i want to elevate everybody i want to make sure that everybody has a brand that they're building for themselves 
Right. And I think that this is something that someone feels like they're actually getting developed. It's not just my, it's not just that I enjoy what I'm doing on a professional life, but I feel like on a personal level, I'm going somewhere. I'm, I'm, I'm fulfilling certain dreams that I may have in earlier stages. And now I'm on a different level from a person. So it's not just about the supreme leader. It's not just about uh, just the individual. Remember, it's everybody together, everybody together moving up. And so this is, Stuff that I've learned from what I've not seen in previous employments, I'm trying to employ there here. Of course, you can't please everybody all the time, but I think overall, I'm, I'm very happy about what we've got here at Homewood. So, all good. So it's like you're you're empowering your employees. You're letting them know that they're seen, that they're valued, and then to elevate them. What does that mean exactly? Do you mean elevate as in like cultivate their, I guess, their passions and, and talents? Or is it uh, that you're elevating their skill set to become not just a, an entry level employee, but to one day become project manager or something higher? How, what does that look like for you? For me, it starts off with their uh, skill set, making sure that they are actually investing in themselves and giving them the time within working hours. OK, the official working hours to grow themselves as far as their skills, right? That starts starts off with that. The second thing is about networking. And for me, it's something networking is something that I value very much. Like I, I strongly believe that it's not just what you know, it's who you know, right? And so if there is a point, there's an opportunity for me to introduce someone to someone else, even from within my organization, I will do it. I will, I will create those connections, not just me. I don't want to become the hub, right? There's no point. There's, there's, there's a team. It's never a single person's work or, or, or success. It's a team's success. So again, the networking for me is very important. The third thing is to work with them on the things that they want to be to work on, but they don't necessarily know how. Right. So make them realize that they can be open about it. It's not something necessarily that's going to be taken as negative about their capabilities, vice versa. It's about it's going to come from a place of, OK, I want to grow. I want to be able to do something. I'm not sure how to go about it. Right? We spoke about I mentioned earlier about the skill set. Right. But sometimes you don't really know what you really, really need. Or even if you don't, or even if you do, you're not really sure where you need to go to obtain that skill set. You have no idea. So some guidance on this and directions. Uh, for me, that's very important. We're doing this podcast right now, right? I can tell you that uh, I've started passing on some opportunities so to some of my team members, right? For me, it's important. It's important that they feel like their personal perspective of on certain topics is are being heard mm-hmm. and have an opportunity to voice themselves. So again, it's not just me. It's not just Gil. It's not just Gil, the leader, the CEO, whatever it is. There's a whole team. So it's, it's giving the opportunity. Now, some people may be shy, shy of camera, shy of the, the mic, but some people want it. They've just never been given the opportunity, right? So you just you just need to make it accessible for them and help them. So for me, those are just examples of things that have, for me, I've seen that important. I don't remember ever in my career, and I work for large organizations, large corporations and small startup, whatever it is, never that I remember that I was never even given such an opportunity. Never, ever. It's usually you're at the top, you're the front face, you do what you need to do. The rest are behind the scene. And I don't believe in that. I really don't. I, I believe it's a team. And everybody's saying it's a teamwork, teamwork. Okay, if it's a teamwork, then let your team be seen. Mm-hmm. Let your team go through the front line. You just, it's not just, yeah, you're the captain. You get it. You run your company. You're, you're the owner. You're the, the executive. I get it. You are the captain at the end of the day. But it's not only your thing. You can't do it without your team. So let your team benefit from what they want to benefit if there is an opportunity for that. So it's, it's all of that, right? And, I, and I'm a strong believer in that. And I've given in the past, given I, I gave up on a certain reward and I handed it all over to someone else in my team. I could have said, hey, you know, the reward was assigned to me. Right. It's like the I difference could, between saying, the trophy. That versus we did that. Yeah, I, I could take, I could have taken the trophy. It's a, it's a very nice trophy. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I could have taken that. I said, no. There's another person here that I feel that maybe they've definitely contributed to the success of a certain thing. And I know I could have not done it without them. So I'm going to assign the trophy to someone else. And I've done that. 
So I, I'm I'm a strong believer in those things. It's not, again, it's not just about me. Not that I don't want to be in you know, highlights. Not that I don't want to build and into myself. Uh, of course, everybody, you know, who, who value themselves wants to do that. But the ego is not something that plays part in my uh, management role. Let's put it this way. So because you're a CEO, it's, it's a prime question to ask. I've never asked anyone this before, but do you think that the way that you treat people, this amazing, amazing way that you treat your employees and how you build them up, do you think that the inspiration for that came from your experience personally when you were on the lower level? Does that make sense? Yes, it does. I mean, I t- tell you the truth, when I was uh, when I was at a lower level of employees, I did not even know that those opportunities exist. That's how bad it was. Like I was never even given maybe one of my last job or something. I was given to opportunity to actually sign up for some hard skills enhancement. Right. But I did not know necessarily where, you know, if I chose certain courses or things then I was told that I'm nah, that's not really what we need or, okay, so tell me what I need to do, guide me. And it was, it was lacking. Right. But I tell you some of the opportunities, like certain rewards, or, or podcasts or speaking events or opportunities. I did not even know that existed. I wasn't even in in the realm of what was even discussed in the positions that I was at or even attending certain um, events that could have elevated me one way or another, professionally or skill set, whether that's hard skills or so-called soft skills. So going back to your question, yeah, a lot of it. And now that I have more visibility into those things, I I know, okay, that's something that, you know what, I really want to hand it off to someone else or I really want others to be elevated. Some people are ready for that. Some people are not. So it's not like, hey, grab someone from, you know, the end of the hallway. Uh, hey, you're going to be a speaking, uh, you're going to be in a speaking event uh, tomorrow. No, not like that. Uh, you got to make sure that they're ready and they're not going to, embarrass themselves but you gotta you gotta build it up by all means and it, it makes honestly it goes back to what really again if you're asking what really makes you happy it might be a cliche and i'm not the first one who said that right but when you're when you're getting a present right you're happy most of the time i mean unless you really <laughs> you don't like the present that's a different story but most of the time you are happy but if you want to be happier just give someone else a present and for me that's the way i look at that I love that. That's amazing. So then yeah. when you give this present to someone else, how do you feel? I feel like I've done something really good. I'm actually feeling very, very good about myself when I do that. I really, really feel that I've I've done a good deed for someone. That no matter what, whether our, you know, whether one day our path, you know, each one will go its merry ways. Uh, I feel like I've done something for them that they will remember and pass it on. Right. At the end of the day, it's all about I would love to work with everybody that I'm working with until I retire. Okay. Would love to. I'm telling you that right now. But I don't know if that will happen. So maybe the 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 person that right now works for me, uh, I don't know, a couple of years from now, he'll decide or she will decide to be their own CEO or or their own co-founder in some organization. I would like them to be able to pass a similar opportunity to their employees in the same way that I've passed on to to them. Because I just think overall, you'll find yourself, I, I think just the working environment will be completely different. And your ambitious and your um, your perspective about work will become totally uh, different if you've been given certain opportunity that otherwise uh, have been usually maintained only to the higher ups, right? And you never know, maybe my kids one day, they'll go and work for uh, for one of those people and and I would like them as well. To get the same opportunity or friends or family, it doesn't matter. It's just, it's like passing on the buck, right? Passing on the good deed. That's the way I look at that. And um, it, uh, you know what? I had an opportunity a week or two weeks ago to, I actually asked a certain podcast not to run it. And I let someone else from my organization run it. And that was the first time that they were on a podcast. Right? And for me, I felt like, I felt very proud, proud of at them. Not not me, but at them and and seeing that that honestly it made my it made my day. The fact that I know that I knew that that person ended up the podcast, they felt good about it, right? They were happy that they went through with this. This not this evening, I felt like I'm on the clouds, 
really, it was amazing, amazing feeling. I can't, you know, I, I, I recommend that, you know, for every executive who has an opportunity like that, just pass on just once, just once, pass on an opportunity to, I'm not saying piss all, obviously you still need to be in front. You're, you're the leader, okay? You're the organization leader, but pass on an opportunity from one of your direct reports that they haven't done it before. Hear their feedback and see how it makes you feel. And I'm telling you, I almost want to guarantee this is going to go back to your question, what makes you happy or why are you happy? This is amazing. This is like the happiest person. It's it's being proud of the person that works for you. And what he does, I think, to the bonding in the relationship, it's a different you know, level. Almost like proud papa. Almost. Papa, yeah, proud papa. Yeah. And I actually use the same, almost the same words. I call it like, uh, I don't want to say that to make it sound weird, but right. but I felt like it. Yeah, I, I felt like it I, I, in a way. And it's it's just amazing. You know, it's like you're, um, you know, it's like you're seeing your kid just, I don't know, play about orchestra, right? So, you know, in school, kids obviously play different instruments and everything. And, you know, your kid is practicing their instrument and they're really taking it serious. And then the day that, you know, the final day has come, has come that they actually need to be on the stage and play this instrument in front of the audience and all that. And the end of the, the end of the performance, you're like a proud papa or mama or whatever it is, right? It's just the same feeling. It's just something in you. I, I don't know how to, you know, whatever I'll say, I'll take away from words, but it's just the feeling inside is, ah, this is the best. It's incredible. That's what makes the work um, happy, that it's it's the it's the personal, it's the, the personal bonding with people that work with you that makes the work environment not a work environment. That you actually feel that is one and you, you just love it. Uh, hopefully, hopefully they feel the same. <laughs> I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. And you know what? I know you're in New Jersey. Just throwing that out there for people that are listening, because I am sure, sir, Gil, that you're going to have like thousands of applications. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Listen, if I can, if I can help, by all means, if I can help anyone, I will. I cannot help everyone. Okay. I can't. I don't have the means yet. But if I can help anyone and everyone in my organization, I can tell you that I've, everyone who works directly with me, I've told them the same. I will give them the opportunity to shine. And then if they want to take that opportunity, it's on them. But I, they will get actually multiple opportunities to shine. And I will be there to support them in any way. And together, we're, go, we're going to make it, uh, we're going to enjoy what we're doing. You're going to have this home roots universe. That's it. That's just I it. Love that. I will love that. One day, one day. <laughs> a better word, I guess, for Proud Papa would be maybe a business mentor. Right. Yes, <laughs> I, I am actually to a few uh, right now, and I'll be more than happy to be to a few others on various aspects, right? Various aspects. And, and I love it. But I really love it. And I, and I, it's not just to give advice, you also learn something. Sometimes the best students are the teachers themselves. So that's very true. So, yeah. yeah. I, I can I can I can identify with that. So happy productions, the way that they use such a simple process, yet it's so intricate, their strategy. And then when you connect with another human being, that's everything. When you connect with your employees, like you said, when you when you watch them become something entirely different for the better, it's amazing. Same, same for us. So the the content that we create for businesses and for ourselves through Are You Happy? I, I can't tell you what it's like to see your content that you filmed and have that story that someone else was, you know, nice to share with you, this amazing story, taking that and making something that can be shared with the world and then having the world comment, having millions of views. It's been insane to see my own work have millions of views and be like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> this is impressive. This is this is amazing. Uh, if you think about it, it's, it's huge. Yes. yes. You, know, you know, a couple of years down the road, you're going to look back or your family members going to look back and see you're going to have like an amazing memories out of it. Wherever, wherever things will go. It doesn't matter, right? When you're going to continue going and shoot up to the skies or, or something happened, God forbid, that's not, it's something that you're going to look back and your surrounding and look back and you say, wow, wow, this, this was Vanessa. It's amazing. And I, and I, you know, when you think about it, deep down inside, you feel like, wow, you know, you know, people store pictures, people store, you know, photos and albums and everything. And I do that, by the way, everybody does it. But it, it's just, those are among the things that really like have this wow effect. Mm -hmm. right? You've achieved certain things and you've enabled other things to do things. And it's just, everybody's proud. <laughs> everybody's sure. proud. For sure. Yeah. 
what, what is a movie or video if not a series of pictures seriously i agree that's a good that's a good point it's insane to see you know so much connection over the internet with strangers who you don't know from around the world even and to see them connect on a personal level to send messages and then let you know that they were having you know the worst day or they were having the the best day even and that you showed them something that made their day even better or it made them think about how it could get better so having that kind of reach to someone it's it's phenomenal what i would like to ask you on the are you happy side right the the question yeah. ultimate question you ready for it <laughs> yes i am <laughs> all, right. I it up. all right i pumped it up uh, <laughs> so that question is if you, and you already did it but the same the question is if you could share a message with the world what would that be wow that's that's deep that's it but i'll i'll start with something simple actually you know don't do to others things that you don't want to be done to you you don't want to have it done to you just just be nice that's it simple as that and then that's about just being keeping everybody in a harmony let's put it this way okay but then the second thing is that you know just like what i mentioned just Remember, especially if you're, you know, maybe if you're a little bit older in age okay, and you have a little bit of a history of working for others, okay, just remember what, are the, what were the things that you liked and disliked and what are the things that you wanted to do that you couldn't do that you now, that you are in a posi different position now, you know, once the years have gone by, you're positioned to enable things for others, right? It's, it's So this is another thing, another another level more professional. I will say, but but going back to the human to human, just just do good to others whenever you can. And don't, you know, if you hate something, don't don't do it to others. And don't ask others to do things that you yourself are not willing to do. And that's uh that's it. <laughs> Short and simple. Do you want to add something from the business perspective? I kind of feel like yeah, I could tell you. I could tell it. For example, my business perspective is that I will never ask anybody, and I, I kept on telling that to my executive, my own team members. I will never, never ask them to do things that I will myself will not do. Never. For example, if I will not want to go somewhere, I will not ask them to do it instead of me. Right. If I will not go there, it's maybe because I should not go there is, you know, because of my position or my role or time conflicts or something. But I will not go there, for example, because I don't like, I don't know, the, the person that I'm that we may need to meet there. Mm -hmm. OK, so if I don't like it, don't like that person, I will not put any of my team members uh, in front of that person. If I will not be willing to drive a certain distance to a certain place, I will not ask my team members to drive the same distance. To a certain place, I will just never ask those things of any of my employees. And I, this is for me is rule number one because I remember, and for me that's leadership, right? And that's like one-on-one -on -one leadership. Like I've had employees who've asked me to spend time on the roads or or meet with or or attend certain events that themselves never attempted to attend those events, never attempted to try any of those things, but yet they've asked me to do that many, many times. And I felt like it's leading from behind. It's mm -hmm. not real leader for me. It's just, you can't, well, I'll tell you another example. You can't ask people to fly somewhere and you never want to fly there. Yeah. I just don't like, why would you do it? And I've seen example of people who, does it, who do that. I've seen many people who do that and it always amazes me. Why would you do it to your team members? That's that's like bad, worst leadership ever for, for me, from my perspective. Or personal life will be okay if I'm very much interested in um, if I'm learning if I've if I've learned a new skill set, right? And and I'm telling you, even in my role and I'm learning new things almost every week. I'm I'm learning something new mm -hmm. every 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 week. Many times I try my best, you know, obviously without overloading with information and everything else, but I try my best to pass it on, to share the knowledge with others. And I'm asking others to share the knowledge, you know, other people in organizations to share it with your colleagues all the time. So the, the knowledge is not stored with just one person. Right. And I remember this again, talking about doing things that you like and don't do to other things you don't like, you know, treat people with respect. Treat people with, with dignity. Don't look down at them. Doesn't matter. The ranks doesn't matter. Everybody's human beings at the end of the day, right? You, everybody has, everybody has some type of feelings, right? That you gotta watch out for, not to cross certain lines, or everybody has certain inspiration to become something, mm -hmm. to want something. Some, some maybe some people, or 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 let me let me even um, elaborate a little bit. 
everyone has a certain motive in your at work. Okay. One wants to make a name for themselves. Another one is looking for the money. The third one is looking to be treated to just enjoy what they're doing right now. The fourth one is just thankful for the fact that they actually have a job right? because they came from an unemployment for a long period of time. So right now they're not really looking to be rich. They're not looking to name. Just thankful for the fact that they're actually working, that they're out there in the field. Just the basics, really the basics of the basics of the basics, right? And just treat everyone with respect and help them as much as you can. I know you cannot satisfy everybody all the time, you know, but as much as you can help them fulfill their dreams. Right? And if you do that, then I'm a strong believer that they will help you fulfill yours. Definitely. Again, the same. Just be just be nice. Work with people. Let them get to where they need to go. And they will they will pay back under the thick skin. I think people are good in essence. And so and if they're not good, if they're mean no matter what, then going back to what I said at the beginning of the interview, you know, bad people. See you later. Yeah. See you later, alligator. We're moving <laughs> on. You got, you got to move on. Don't don't keep it in your life. It's not worth it. And no matter what you do to a person, ah, this is not this. Ah, this is not that. Why am I here? Why am I there? Uh, okay. You don't want to do what else do you want to do? I don't want to do this. All just negativity all day long. Just, just Mr. or Mrs. No. I remember even one time um, I had requested something from one of my employees. And all the time they played games. All the time played games with me. Up to the point that I told them, uh, okay, I want to talk to you about this thing, about this thing that I asked you. I said, no, I told you already. I don't want to do it. I told you it's okay. You don't need to do it. You don't need to do anything anymore for me. You're done. Fire. I'm moving on. Right? So if I was not able to please you, was not able to work with you, you're unable to please me or work with me, we're not jiving well together. Right. Please move on. So um, it's, again. Just keep a good energy. It's going back. Just be happy about what you're doing. And then everything else will work itself out. I promise everything else will work itself out. Well, you have an, an amazing outlook and a wonderful perspective on, on employer to employee relations and building them up. All of it is amazing. So it's it's no doubt that you're successful or why you're successful. No, I don't think anyone can question that. So thank you. <laughs> excellent work. And uh, I, I'm excited to see what it is that Home Roots does in the future. Seeing how you how you guys are almost like pioneers, right? In your in your industry, you're you're basically pioneers. You're like the Google of furniture. I'll say that. How about that? Yes. <laughs> like Very much. I love it. Um, Google of furniture. That'll be your little tagline. At the end of the day, is whether you're able to create that connection with them. Mm. And if you're able to do it again, it's loyalty. It's everything. Yes, transforms and transcends so many places. Well, thank you so much for doing the Are You Happy interview to go ahead and wrap that part up and we can hang back for a little bit. Is there anything else that you want to share with the world before we go for Are You Happy? No, I just wish everybody, listen, today it's Friday, it's afternoon here in New Jersey. I wish everybody happy weekend and happy for the rest of the year. I don't know when this exactly will be published, but you know, just have a happy life. <laughs> that's excellent happy holidays there you go happy holidays yes thank you the are you happy hour and are you happy hotline are brought to you by are you happy podcast be sure to follow us on social media such as instagram and subscribe via your favorite podcast platform are you happy the docuseries can also be found on social media such as twitter facebook instagram and tiktok See you guys next time for another wonderful episode of Are You Happy? The Happy Hour.